Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Moving on to the West, this is a weird division for me. Um, I the we'll just start with the Rams and kind of dig into it a little more. Um, this is the worst fucking division to go through. Yeah, we both have the Rams <laughs> at seven to ten. They did just trade for a lineman. It was like a Steelers depth piece, but could end up being a starter for them. Um, they their defense is so bad. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. This Holy is shit. This is the worst defense in the league. It might be. Is, is Aaron got, Donald enough to make it not? I don't know. It's they've got really Aaron bad. Donald and Jordan Fuller, and that's it. They, yeah. I mean, it's it's brutally terrible. Yeah. Um, Half these guys I don't even know. Yeah, dude, it's, it's so bad. Like, that's why, like, as long as Cooper Cup is healthy... He's going to be a fucking monster for fantasy. <laughs> like, even even if Stafford gets hurt, like, Rippin and Bennett can get it to Cup. Like, Cup just needs to stay healthy. Yeah. Because um, he, he got hurt in training camp. His was his was hammy, so that's a little concerning. But if his hammy is actually fine and he's playing the whole year, he's going to be a fucking PPR stud. Um, yeah, that defense is so rough. Um, wide, wide receiver twos, like, I don't I don't know how that's going to play out for them. Like, if it's Van, if it's Puka Nakua... Or Nakao, as I like to say. Like, I mean, Akers was solid to end the year. Like, maybe they trade for JT. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, it's, there are some games that are kind of close I think you could give them. But where their defense is just so bad, I felt like seven was was fair. Yeah, that seemed fair. They have a good coach. They have a good offense on paper with very, 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 very little depth. <laughs> which is the big problem. Their O-line is one injury away from being bad. Yeah, they did and... just get some guard depth like with Kevin Dotson so they can they have one yeah. guard backup, but that is it. But now. like their starting guard is the rookie they just drafted. Yeah, so they're not deep at guard at all. So yeah. <laughs> or like not so, stout at starting guard. Right. So like that's kind of the thing is their whole team is rookies. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a tough out. Of, you know, your Stafford Cup and Donald. And then offensive line, you have no boom and Havenstein. But, like, their defense is almost entirely young bucks, which is not very good. <laughs> yeah, like, this is this is the bad defense. <laughs> I, don't I think they put said it. they have 40 new players to their 53. Sheesh. I mean, potentially. So, like, looking at holdovers, like... You're going to have some of the linemen. Who, so we've got, let me find her, put the depth chart just now. So you've got Noteboom, Allen, Havenstein, Stafford, Akers Cup, Kyron, Van, Tutu, Skoranek, Aaron Donald. Like, after that, there's going to be a couple I'm missing. But... The defense, it's so funny to do that with. <laughs> I, their entire defense might be new, with the exception of Aaron Donald. Like, not necessarily rookies, but new to the team. Yeah. Maybe Kobe Turner was there. Okay, I'll try to look, 24. but 
it's yeah dude it's it's real rough it's not a good time um yeah <laughs> it's just yeah. it's just funny so we'll, we'll see how it goes for them but not there's a chance it gels but early on it's gonna be a tough time i think regardless of if it does gel later so they have the benefit of being in a terrible division so yeah so it could be okay we are we are kind of down on the niners we have them at like nine wins i would say maybe even eight um <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna shit on Shanny now. Um, we just gotta okay. take our turns. I just want to leave a little break between it. Um, <laughs> so I gotta sit up in my chair for this, you know, get a little ready. Yep, so, with, regardless of if Trey Lance is good or not, Shanny or Shanny is very my way or the highway. Yes. Like he he almost ruined Ayuk. Um, he's very like he has no patience to develop guys. Um, Lance being one. Um, well, there was like Sermon who they just shoved out, Dante Pettis who they just shoved out. Like again, like could those like Trey Sermon's career still unwritten? Pettis, you know, not gonna end up much. Oh, but like we liked him as a running back, and Shanny was just like, no, I don't like you. You're never getting the ball. Yeah, it was weird. And like Pettis has had some good, like he had a good start in San Fran. He's had some good games with Chicago. It's just like didn't work out with those two. Um, I mean, there, I'm sure there's plenty of examples we don't know about, but. He, he's a hard ass, and he's a really strong offensive mind, but he doesn't have the same... Okay, so, McVay won a championship because McVay doesn't have the fucking massive ego that Shanny does, <laughs> and, like, the, yeah. neither neither of them develop guys. Like, uh, McVay had to go get Stafford to make it work. And it, but it did work because he's got like that emotional intelligence to know how to work with guys rather right. than just sticking to exactly what it has to be. Like, I swear Shani just has some insane fucking OCD. I don't know, but it's got to be done exactly his way or you're a piece of shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, he just doesn't have those interpersonal skills, I guess. I don't know because he doesn't have the ability to coach guys any other way, but his exact way. So like, I, I'm not going to be surprised if guys like, get drafted to San Fran or like, and are like annoyed about it. Or like if UDFA, like if guys would rather be UDFAs than go to San Fran, I don't know. Like, cause I think it, it just depends on the player. Like some are, you know, it's almost like the Patriots. Like there's a, definitely a certain player that bill wants on his team. Yeah. But he also does a really good job making sure that he is getting that personality type. Yeah. Of somebody we, who's like, do your job and, like do this correctly yeah but shanny if you don't fit his scheme your development arc gets fucked so that's like that's where my gripe hits is like you have to be his guy otherwise like you're kind of fucked to start your career and that can be really damning for a lot of guys so yeah i don't know like again good offensive mind but i mean his head like he got to that super bowl that they lost and that's really all he's done like They had a good record last year. Like, okay, if if Purdy doesn't get hurt, maybe this is a different story. But he's fifty two and forty six as a head coach. Yeah, I mean, like, at a certain point, like, it's kind of on you, my guy. Like, obviously, you know, John you may- Lynch is drafting him an amazing roster every fucking year. I'm yeah. not like I'm not gonna forget that. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, like you got you got to a Super Bowl last year. You had some injuries, kind of fuck you. Okay. 
But like right now, you're Mike McCarthy, my guy. Like I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so, <laughs> like at a certain like I think this is a this is a big year for them. Like if, if shit doesn't work out for them this year, like he's on the hot seat. Like again, may, like I, I don't know if he just ends up being an OC again after this and that's his career. But right now, he's like there's nothing like as Shaney the head coach where I'm like, oh, he's an amazing head coach. He's just. A okay head coach and a great offensive coordinator. Yeah, I think he's a really good offensive like schemer. Really good at drawing up the plays and being creative and using all of that shit. Um, he's just got but, too big of an ego to be a head coach. But he does have a huge ego, and I yeah. don't think that he, he. I think you hit it on the head there with he doesn't have any interpersonal skills. Whatsoever. Yeah, he's he's not patient. Like there's just and so with with that with. Purdy, like, I th- I know I'm kind of concerned. Um, like, he didn't get surgery. Like, if, if it ends up being where, like, if the Niners kind of rushed him and leaned him towards not getting surgery to be ready, and he should have gotten surgery, they could be like super fucked. Cause like, you you obviously don't want anyone to get hurt. So, like, hopefully he stays healthy. Hopefully he plays well. But if he's either not 100 percent, teams start to figure him out, or God forbid they go to Darnold, like. <laughs> Like shit's gonna hit. Shit could hit the fan for this team. And then that's just one piece of the pie. The rest of it is their O line is the weakest it's ever been. They still have Trent Williams, so they're not sunk yet. He is that good. But the rest of their O line has taken a big hit. God, and... who, who are? <laughs> I was like, who are these yeah. people? <laughs> yep. It is not the same, my dude. Oh, and Kittle's going to be blocking a lot. Secondary sucks. Still bad, which yeah. It hasn't mattered as much because their pass rush has been so good. Um, But when you go against a team like the Eagles, you know, probably would have won anyway. Yeah. They can block they your would've. pass rush at least for three seconds. Their secondary can get absolutely torched. There is one saving grace for their secondary, and that's Isaiah Oliver who I love, and he is an amazing slot nickel corner. So he'll be really good in the slot for them, but their outside is, yeah, meh. Yeah, they've got the Lenoir and then uh, Charberry's Ward solid, um, but like Hufanga's got his limitations for sure. I mean, I'm not going to trust Ward to cover DK. No, yeah, yeah. So like good for <laughs> seven, questionable secondary. That's kind of been their MO for a bit. Um, Kittle, I feel like Kittle's going to end up blocking a lot this year <laughs> yeah. with that O-line being a little, little tougher. Um, obviously the thing is they still got McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, Ayuk. So yeah, they're going to be solid <laughs> just, just because of that. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to say, I, I haven't got a chance to shit on them much for this yet, but they took a kicker with their second pick yep. in the and draft. Cause they, they, yeah, they didn't have anything for the first two rounds, but they took a kicker with their second pick. So I wanted to, you know, mention that um, they they were able to replace D'Amico Ryan's with Steve Wilkes, by the way. So that that was good. Um, yeah. Not not really getting much of a drop off there. Steve Wilkes kind of got boned out of the head coaching job, I think, a bit. But yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So we're we're, we're shitting on the 49ers because it's kind of fun for us, I think. Um, because I've been seeing people ranking them as one of the best teams in the NFL. Nah, I mean, this is driving me insane. I saw we, our friend just sent us a 
infographic picture of <laughs> top Those infographic pictures here. And it had the Niners as number one, and I wanted to throw my phone at someone. I'm like, who is making this idiotic shit? Yeah, I. But they've got a lot of talent around Purdy and stuff. But yeah, with, with the line, with time for offenses to figure it out, and like we saw, like even while Purdy's in the the Eagles were fucking dominating them. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, so, I'm sorry. I know that it would have been a closer game with Brock Purdy, but they they but were getting to him. Yeah, that matchup was not good for the Niners. <laughs> no. Um, all that being said, I think I do still have them either winning the division or like really close to the Seahawks. So yep. like, <laughs> as much as we're shitting on them, they should still win the division. They um, should still win the division. But the fact that it's not more solidly <laughs> uh, in place is kind of a concern based on how they've been. Um, is Nick Bosa still on holdout? Yeah, I think he'll come back. I've kind of been operating under that under that assumption, but yeah, he still hasn't been there. So, which is never good because like, given his injury track record, you kind of want him around sooner to get in no, get in, in gear. Yeah. Um, the Cardinals. Um, I mean, uh... they. I I give them a kind of a range of like three to three and fourteen to five and twelve. It's like does Kyler come back at this point? I don't think Kyler's gonna come back this year. If I, if you maybe pick, I don't. I don't either. They saw their trades lately. <laughs> The past week or so, I've just been having that gut feeling that Kyler does not play for the Cardinals this year. Yeah, they they sent away a couple more guys. They added Josh Dobbs, so I think they're kind of planning on not tanking. <clears throat> yeah, like they they saw that Caleb Williams highlight and they're like, all right, let's uh, let's let's get that guy. All right, um, yeah, uh, Kyler might have already played his last down as a Cardinal. I don't know. Yeah, I I. They're a really hard team to evaluate because, like, okay, let's say Kyler gets healthy by week eight and the Cardinals are 0-8. What do they do? Do they put him in? Probably fucking not. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a tough scenario because, like, their first nine weeks are really hard. Yeah, that's the, like, their schedule is not easy either. Yeah, like, the the point for him to come back would be week 10, where they get Atlanta, Houston, the Rams. Or maybe even 9 at Cleveland, but I think week 10 at home, I guess Atlanta, then Houston, and, and the Rams makes sense. Because then you've got Pittsburgh by, and a few more games. So maybe he goes back for the second half of the year. If they like, won... why would you? Because if you're going to trade him, you don't want to trade a hurt quarterback. Yeah, that, that would be the thing, is do they keep him in bubble wrap or do they try to showcase him? And I think you keep him in bubble wrap. I think you, yeah. If you're oh and if you're oh and nine, I think you keep him in bubble wrap. If you have how many wins do the this is like a brain teaser or something. Like how many wins do the Cardinals need to have through nine weeks for Kyler to come back? Is it three? Is it is it three and six? Yeah. I think three and six and if he's healthy you say okay yeah or like if they even if it's even if they start three and five i think if they start three and five they can bring back for week nine they do that because if they can rattle off four wins then like hey nice but (laughs) i don't think they're winning like kyle is not back right away i don't think they're winning the first five no because their first five let's see they have to go to washington uh giants dallas niners Bengals. so that's tough yeah, and even if Kyler's ready week five, like I don't think they're bringing him back for Cincinnati. 
No. And then there's two away division games in Baltimore. That's why I was looking at like maybe week nine, but probably week ten for him. Um, yeah. And then like outside of Kyler, which their quarterback room is it's Colt McCoy and Josh Dobbs and Clayton Tune. So like you know, all right. Um, their defense is absolutely a. Abysmal. I th- yeah, I think that might be the worst defense. It's a tough call, but in this division, but one of these I, defenses is the worst. I think it might be the worst. Be- okay, they have Buda Baker, they have B.J. Ojolari, and they have Zayvon Collins. And then after that, it is this guy's name is. I thought it said Bedwetter. It's Ledbetter. Sorry, Jonathan <laughs> Ledbetter. <laughs> Jonathan Bedwetter. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a tough it's a tough defense here. Um, I will say their O line is decent at least as it's long as okay. as long as Paris Johnson ends up good. But yeah, that's that's really big because Will Hernandez was the Giants guard draft pick that didn't really pan out, and he's starting for them. I don't know their center. He's replacing um, Rodney Hudson. Yeah, they they've got Wilkinson. They've got decent tackles. Like I guess assuming Paris Johnson, they've got Beecham as a backup tackle still. So, yeah, the line's not like horrible or anything. It's not horrible, but it's not great. Like a couple of these, I think it's their guards that I have the most. Their interior line is not uh. As yeah, where did tackles? Where did this guy play last year? Was he in Arizona or somewhere? Their center. I was trying to find. I think yeah, I think I think he's been with them. I think they drafted him. Or did the Patriots draft him? Hold on. This guy Hijalt Froholt. That's a cool name. Yeah, that's a sweet name. Like he's he's probably playing on the Skyrim offensive line, I guess. Yes. <laughs> um so he was with New England, he was with Cleveland the past couple of years. He played he started some for Cleveland last year, so so he's got some starting experience under him. Um, well, that's that's good. Yeah, I mean, if you start for Cleveland, some that's you know a good, good sign at least. Um, their line's good. He's he's not Rodney Hudson though. No, <laughs> that's that's a big loss for sure. Um, so yeah, I, Hollywood Brown uh, is gonna get targets. Uh, I'm not interested in James Conner. Uh, I'm not either because I'm, I don't know if they'll cross the 50 enough for James. Carter. I don't. I don't really have like any. I've not been touching any Cardinals. I think I maybe drafted Keontae Ingram once in a mess ball, like in the last round. That might have been it. But that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um. I mean, because Zach Ertz is coming back, so like, you don't even get Trey McBride. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a bummer. Sorry, cards. Yeah. So anyway, Seahawks. Um. <laughs> uh, I mean. Yeah. This this is kind of a throwaway tank here for the Cardinals. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. They'll be fun to, in twenty twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seahawks though the uh, probably the team that I think we we think has the best chance to beat the Forty ers out. Um, big bummer, not having JSN for the first couple weeks. It looks like um, he hurt his wrist. I believe it was. I don't. I I forget if he had surgery because they said he had it. Then he got a second opinion, so I don't know if he got surgery or not, but I don't think he plays week one. He's a long shot, quote-unquote, so he probably misses at least one week, maybe two to three weeks. Um, That's a bummer. But, man, I really wish they drafted an O-lineman. Right. That's, like, their weak spot is the line. Like, I know Tackle got depleted quickly, but, like, they could have gotten Torrance if they liked him instead of Charbonnet, which, again, like Charbonnet, but, like, 
that was the biggest head scratcher pick for me. Yeah. Was, like you just drafted Kenneth Walker, who proved he was the dude. Uh huh. So we like this running back Zach Charbonnet, and then the Seahawks take him when they clearly need a lot of other positions filled. I don't I don't get it at all. Like yeah. their running back room isn't even bad without Charbonnet. They still have DJ Dallas, who's a fine backup. Like I, I don't get it. Yeah, maybe they just wanted more running backs. And I mean, they they kind of complement each other, but I don't know. Like the the problem was the O line for Walker last year. That's why he was so big play dependent. Because right. it's like, could he get through? And then if he did, if yes, end zone. Like so. Um, I mean, I guess the big thing is, do do we does Gino keep it up? Um, I think that's kind of one of the questions. Um, how does the O line hold he... up? I don't think he regresses. I just don't. I like. I think he has hit his ceiling. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree there. I think for it's, me, it's the... kind of hard to regress when you have Metcalf, Lockett, and JSN. Yeah, and like Fan, really great. Walker. Fan. Yeah. The, the big thing for him is like how much pressure is he under? Because that's where we. That's that's where Gino will struggle. Is like if he's under pressure a lot. Like he can yeah. scoot, but if he's getting collapsed on. Then and that's where it gets tough. Um, that's why I wanted to draft a line because I'm like I feel like they could have upgraded guard a little bit, especially. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't under because I think their tackles are fine, right? Yeah, no, that's why Charles I, Cross was the guy they drafted. Yeah, and like tackle got dried up anyway. So I'm like, why didn't why didn't you take a guard? Because their guards right now, um, it's Haynes and Lewis. So which Lewis was fine, but like like Haynes was like I think the weak point. Like they could. have possibly replaced him or at least got someone to push him so i don't know i would i would have and now like they don't have any depth so yeah i would have liked that for, for the sake of depth honestly yeah so i mean they've got tight ends who can block like like with will disley for as long as he's healthy but there, there's i feel like maybe maybe we're a bit pessimistic i don't know but i mean we still have them competing for the division yeah I'm just kind of like sometimes the draft, they, I don't know, people, they make decisions, these GMs that I don't really understand. And taking Charbonnet instead of a, a guard. Is- yeah. Their defense, their defense, I'm looking through, it's, they've got some really good options like with Woolen and, you know, Wagner, but it's not like loaded by any means. Yeah. Their first pick was Witherspoon, right? Yeah. Their, yeah their, their secondary should be good. Their front's kind of weak though. Yeah, their front is not. Great. Yeah, I'm looking through and like there, I'm like there's no one on their front seven. I'm really excited about us outside of Wagner, but especially like their D line. And Wagner, he's a little bit more of like the veteran leader role now because he's a little he's older. Yeah, he's definitely got the football IQ, but he's lost a step. He's not. Like, yeah. The Bobby Wagner. And like same with like Mario Edwards, good, but you know starting to get a little older. So. So. Yeah. This division's yeah. really, really weird. This was the hardest one I think for us to go through. Yeah, I. What this? What were the Seahawks last year? They were nine and eight, right? I think nine and eight. Yeah, like we're pretty much saying about the same as last year. So yeah, nine and eight. Like we have eight nine, but schedule obviously changes stuff. So maybe they get one more and go nine eight again. But you know, yeah, not. <laughs> they don't really change much. We're not saying they're gonna change much. I mean, that's they are what they are. <laughs> maybe JSN comes back and lights it up and they're way better than we expect, but 
I mean, yeah. it's possible. I mean, it's possible, yeah. <laughs> Any, anything's possible. Yeah. But, like KG said, yeah. Um, but this this is an interesting division for sure. Um, this conference, outside of a couple teams, is really up in the fucking air. So, <laughs> the NFC is going to be really funny this year, I think. Because um, outside of the Cowboys and Eagles, we're, like, not confident anywhere. I've realized, like, we're, like, all these teams could be anything. <laughs> Yeah, it's basically Cowboys and Eagles, and then probably Lions, and like... Should be Niners, but again... Should be yeah. Niners, and then either Falcons or Saints, and you get a Seahawks maybe in there. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, ho- hopefully someone surprises us. Yeah, maybe I mean, someone like will, but... The Packers, or, you know, the Giants, or something. Yeah, or there's Sam always Howell's a surprise. Really yeah, that, 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 that seems like one of the most likely ones, is like, if Sam Howell's a lot better than we expect. There's always a surprise. It's just, you know, if you miss it before the season, it's how early do you notice it? I think last year, Jacksonville was the one AFC surprise where at a certain point we're like, okay, this offense is kind of the real deal. But that was like a few weeks in. We're like, uh, they might end up actually getting on a win streak. Or like <laughs> a couple of years ago, we're like Philly. Like, is Philly going to make the fucking playoffs? Like, <laughs> it's oh, always, there's God, always yeah. someone. Yeah. So. We noticed pretty early on. We're like, wait, the Eagles might not lose a game. Their schedule yeah. is trash. <laughs> that was like right before that Super Bowl year, right? Yeah. We're, we're so. like, they might, like, we don't know if we are going to give them a loss. And they're never really going to be tested either. Mm-hmm. So that, that's going to happen. There's going to be a team that comes up like that where it's just, you know, do you find it soon enough? But anyway, that was the NFC preview. Yeah, a lot, lots of parts through with these teams, a lot, lot of, lot of ranges. Um, but the next time we're going to be back is going to be previewing, previewing week one, I believe. Um, yes. season, season kicks off September 7th for Thursday night, and then that September 10th is the season. So, yeah, that'll be our next episode. I'll work on getting this edited in a more timely manner. Uh, <laughs> not, not having a, a bachelor party trip and trying to, Get how stuff going's gotta give me a little more time, so that'll that'll, that'll help. Um, but in the meantime, you can find us online at mozzieandthemuscle.com. I'll hopefully have a DFS article out soon. Um, you can see us on Twitter at mozzieandmuscle, and uh, tell a friend. Yeah, to tell a friend, or at least just tell a friend. Like get started, and then they can kind of make their own autonomous decision. But uh, yeah, share us. But uh, thank you for tuning. Have friends, make a friend, and then tell a friend. Yeah, or just go out on the street with a sign and, like, a megaphone. <laughs> or, like, play us through a Bluetooth speaker. There we go. Um, and if you do, if you do, please send us a video of that. Uh, yeah, but thank you for tuning in, and we will be back soon for week one. <laughs>